Hey, my name is Stephen Beckman. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Um, I am the CEN, or the Chief Executive Nobody, of the Mesh News Project. You can find the Mesh News Project at meshnews.org. Mesh News is the mothership to COINTELPRO 2.0. You can catch the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at podcasts, with an S, dot COINTELPRO, the number two. And then the word zero, spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com. You can check out our video series at videos, with an S, videos, dot COINTELPRO. The number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. And then our online guide full of articles and resources at COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. Being in the program of COINTELPRO, I can tell you my journey has had just a wide assortment of things happened to me while in this program. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had an active denial service weapon used on me to keep me from walking into major media outlets in downtown LA. I've been censored on multiple social platforms. I've been subjected to radiation assaults nearly daily. And that's not microwave assaults, that's radiation assaults. That's different. I'm subjected to constant poisonings, druggings, a massive years-long smear campaign, being blacklisted and unable to pursue a career, which I had my degree and practiced for seven years before getting into the program. I've had my privacy made a novelty for others. And mainstream media and media puppets of our intelligence services reinforce these smears, which are completely basis. And then I had to wage an anti-smear campaign to correct this information. I've been given false medical care countless times. I fought three attempts at corrupt psych staff trying to declare me mentally unfit, forcing me to spend thousands of dollars of money that you don't really have in this program to go through independent and accredited uh, psychoanalysts, etc., to verify that these are things that are happening to me and and not some delusion. I've been arrested on false charges and held on $100,000 bail, which was only an opportunity for law enforcement to instruct in-jail gangs to try to kill me per the guard's instructions. I then had to go to this pretend trial and beat these false charges, only to tarnish my record, making it unable for me to also gain just basic employment. The key like to keep you broke in this program. I've been stalked across state lines, and county lines, and daily within my own community where I live. And in a desperate attempt to silence or even possibly murder me, I was struck with a car to send a message to shut my mouth. Reasons others are told of these horrible things and abuses happened to me are just carefully planned out logical fallacies to pacify 
of which all have been debunked. And I have the receipts. I'm not invited to my own trial because I hold the receipts to facts. Now you can learn more about me personally, view these receipts, and see a light shine on how government silences those that it sees as a threat and those who blow the whistle on government corruption at knowstevenbeckman.com. That being said, let's move forward with this podcast episode. Hey guys, welcome for welcome to the podcast. My name is Steve. Uh, Stephen Beckman. I am the chief executive of Nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is a is the UFO mothership to the COINTELPRO 2.0. I don't know podcast information, etc. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this podcast. Um, but I'm not going to publish it until after I do the wrap up on our 2030 vision movie where I go over the film and talk about certain things, etc. So, you know, um, that's all ready to go. It's in the can, but I'm going to record this ahead of time because I got contacted by a gentleman and, you know, I always take these phone calls, but you know, lots of these phone calls end up being, Uh, people just fucking with me. There are, you know, there are some, I want to say it's about a 40, 60 split. (laughs) Unfortunately, unfortunately, 40% of the people are actually people who are targets of this abuse. And 60% of the people are just people that, pardon me, um, just want to fuck with me. I don't care. But, you know, the people who want to fuck with the usually those people are kind of plugged into um, what's going on with me locally, etc. Or, you know, they're one of the online trolls, etc. Who is um, fucking with me on Twitter. There's quite a bit of accounts. But, you know, I had a gentleman. He identified himself as Rich. And, uh, you know, you know, going into these calls now because of the weird situation that I've been put in, you know, you just have to act like you just kind of have to put on this, um, this costume that, you know, the person calling you knows more than you. And I just, you know, it takes me a while. I want to tell you, being in this program, uh, it's taught me that ego is the fastest way to get someone to tell you the truth. And there's a lot, and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to rely on ego for reaction. Sometimes you have to rely on ego for, um... Do you know what I'm saying? For to get someone to react in a certain way, which you know would be the, their honest self. And somebody always feels like they come into a situation as being the dominant person. You know, you just kind of placate to that shit. It's just a weird thing. I'll tell you. Like, and it sucks. What a fucking. 
lame goddamn life skill I've had to obtain because so much of what I am subject to, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to defend myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I get people will call the cops on me for, um, crazy shit. They'll try to get the police involved for everything. If I engage them, they'll tell me, they am saying like if people harass me in public, um, they get the police involved and say that I tried to assault them or they feared for their life. Just because I engage them, be like, why are you talking to me this? I don't even know you. So it's become this weird life skill that I didn't even know I was learning, but I've become pretty fucking good at it. And it fucking sucks, man, because it is the simpiest shit. But it's good for the situations that allow me to go into something where someone goes out of their way to engage with me and then um and you just kind of engage in a large session of self-parody and something i've realized i'll get into self-parody in, in a little more but something i've realized is that the longer you allow someone to essentially um, so let's say you, so let's say you get into an interaction with someone, especially since, you know, you get so many people that are haters that, that, you know, you interact with, you just allow them to keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. You keep feeding this fire that, you know what I'm saying? They are steering the boat and you just keep, keep feeding this. And eventually some, some truthful shit comes out. It's, you know, I'm saying the, the best way I can describe is how I ended up getting the JFK Jr. leak up on the internet. And that's by my online babysitters. You know, I understood that they weren't really taking a long time to look at the shit I was making. So I made, you know, the first 2020 vision, as I've told you in the first 2030 vision podcast series as kind of a kinder egg and I knew that eventually they would just sit there and be like what the fuck is this and I made it long as fuck on purpose and you know and that's after trying various other ways of trying to get my shit online and I just understood that you know if you if you drag something out eventually someone either gets lazy or they start to tell you things that they shouldn't tell you, or they start to give hints to things that they shouldn't, and you just, I don't know, man, you just, you just fucking play a, I don't know, like, you just fucking play a, you know, like a ham, you just act like a ham, it's the best way I can do it, I can explain, oh god, this fucking son of a bitch, so anyways, so, there's a gentleman that called me. His name was under, you know what I'm saying? He went under the name Rich. And um, that's fine. And we kept having a few conversations. And he seemed like he was a nice gentleman, what have you. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to link to all of our phone conversations in the description. I put them up on a Google Drive. It is literally eight hours. But that's just because I had to keep I had to keep feeding this. I had to keep feeding it and feeding it and feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. Because I knew this guy wasn't being honest with me. And I knew, you know, considering the way that he was talking, um, that 
know what I'm saying? He was, he was essentially trying to, I don't know, use our phone call for some other means, whether to try to, you know, try to knock me off of, you know, me being an expert at this shit or what. And that's fine. You have no idea. There's been so many people who, for some reason, they get bothered that, you know what I'm saying, I've garnered all this information for so long and I've backed it up with sources, etc. And there's some people who, like, I don't know, it's like they get jealous of your fucking car. I don't know what it is. All I did was, you know, create this shit to help people. And anyway, so... You know, it seemed, it seemed, our conversation seemed right, but then things seemed off, so I just made sure that I just dragged our shit out every time we had an interaction, and you know, I won't stop putting the phone number up to the podcast, because, like I said, about 40% of the people actually need fucking help, and you know, I get those people to call me back to say, oh my god, this helped, or, you know, yes, it was a local situation, I'm over here now, I'm getting my life back, like, it's, it's fucking great. Those are the fucking calls I enjoy. I enjoy those fucking calls. Um, you know what I'm saying? Trying to help them prepare how to get out of things. Find resources. You know what I'm saying? Because not everyone's on a shit list like me. And um, so anyways, this guy, Rich, um, towards the, end, the beginning of our conversations, he was a, you know, a nice guy, but you know what I'm saying? I just had to magoo it up because I understood by how we were interacting, like, okay, this, this guy's being kind of strange. He's telling, it's like, he's talking to somebody else in the other room saying, okay, cut that, edit that. So it's like, um, but he was saying it as if we were having a conversation. So once I started hearing him say shit like that, like cut that, edit that, whatever. Then I understood, like, oh, is this guy recording my conversation? So then he can try to smear me somewhere else, whatever. So after I started hearing that shit in our first conversations, I was like, well, fuck. I gotta I gotta fucking learn everything I can from this fucking dude. So I just fucking Mr. Magooed it up, and I just dragged this shit out forever. And, you know, he introduced me to something pretty dope. Uh, there's this thing called RIS. So it's called RIS. It's the. Do, 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 do. You guys can look it up too. And he did come with some information that was legitimate. And I think this could help for some people with gang stalking. Um, but like I said, I'm going to put. I put these conversations up on a Google Drive. And they're the unedited versions of these things. I don't know what got edited, what didn't get edited, whatever. And, um, you know, I, it was only towards the end of the conversations that did I, you know what I'm saying, did he kind of reveal itself, we started then talking, and you know how I have the crypto university, we started talking in, uh, in a cryptic way, and then we were exchanging insults, uh, based off that crypto talk, it becomes interesting, if you want to listen, I mean, it's fucking drawn out as a motherfucker, so then we started exchanging insults, etc., then he started challenging me, and it was like there was mild, mild threats, it was, it was just whatever, but like I said, you just have to magoo it up, because if someone kind of thinks uh, thinks of you as a subordinate during interaction, they tend to get loose, and they tend to get lazy, and they tend to not be, you know what I'm saying, not, um, yeah, they just, they just get comfortable, they just get lazy, 
but he did, um, check, uh, tune me into this thing called RIS, and, uh, it's a regional information sharing systems program, and this is kind of like, uh, you know, the very first podcast within the, what do you call it? In the very first podcast of the series, we talk about InfraGuard and, you know, that's part of Homeland Security, etc. And then the FBI has their FBI fusion centers. And these are kind of these hubs for different people to engage in some in, in people in this um, manner that, you know, results in gang stalking, etc. And the thing with uh, Rich, which is just a name he's just calling himself. As, uh, you know, I can definitely see, if you want to check this out, it's at risk.net. But he tried to, this guy, Rit, uh, uh, and here's, uh, you know what I'm saying? He tried to essentially tell me that, you know, I wasn't going through this horrible situation because of something I fucking said. He was essentially trying to say everything I'm going through is this risk program. And, you know, I looked into RIS, I looked into RIS's cross, um, like I said, it's at RIS.net, I'm at a reading from the about page, but it says the mission from the Regional Information Sharing Systems Program is to assist local, state, and federal and tribal criminal justice partners by providing adapted solutions and services that facilitate information sharing, sharing support criminal investigations, and promote officer safety. And, you know, this is also has a group of like concerned citizens, I guess that gets, uh, plugged into this for this information sharing situation, but primarily it's for officers. And he was trying to force this narrative down my throat that I am up my own ass and everything is just this risk system. And it's based off of this weird app. And that's where I'm getting the gang stalking. You know what I'm saying? That could, that could be a thing, right? Who who's, who's says it's not? But I've I've literally gone and give this website a colonic. I've been to every single page on this thing. I've read it up and down. And it's primarily for um, officers or people in law enforcement functions. There is a citizen concern. Uh, this, there is this extended kind of neighborhood watch element to it. But it's a little fizzled. He was trying to tell me there was an app that all these all these people were plugged into, but he used this word constantly over and over. Whenever I gave, I gave him a question that didn't add up. He kept using this term called it's a black said saying it's a black box. It's a black box. And like I said, you can review those conversations, uh, in the link or whatever, but he was, like I said, from what I was understanding, he was recording our conversations and then using them to, I don't know, smear me. Fucking who the fuck knows. I'm not too worried about it. Because I've done my fucking research. But he kept saying, oh, this is a black box. I was like, well, what about this medical shit where I was given purposely improper medical care and they kept, they would, they would, what's it called? Um, fuck up my, my medical care. They would, people would go ahead to my doctors, etc. Like that's over the top, right? That's over the fucking top. And that doesn't add up. And so he just kept referring. He's like, "This it's a black box, man. No one knows. It's a black box. It's a black box," and that's just that. I that's just a loaded term that says I don't know, 
and uh, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't fit the idea I'm trying to shove down your throat right now. And like I said, you know what I'm saying? Those conversations were chopped up from what I'm understanding. You can tell in the beginning where he was like, okay, edit that. Start the recording now. Do this. Like he was saying it or talk to somebody else. So I don't know. But basically, I imagine this conversation got, you know, played somewhere else or whatever. Who knows? But, um, so this risk is primarily for officers, but I can definitely see it being used for gang stalking when you are gang stalked in other parts of the country, etc. Unfortunately for me, I'm being subjected to things like radiation, um, active denial service weapons. You can only access that shit. It's an it's a military only application. It's not used for domestic, domestic law enforcement, domestic federal law enforcement. It's not authorized for any of that use if you do the fucking research. So there's a hole. The another hole is how come I was getting this missed and uh, was giving this purposefully horrible, piss poor medical care. Um but he kept trying to say, it's all risk. It's all this risk, risk, risk. And I think risk is cool. And I looked it up and there I, this, this thing called risk, like I said, risk.net. It's basically an informational uh, sharing center. And you know what I'm saying? When you cross over into different parts of the country, and my, maybe you see that you're still getting fucking bothered. Um, do you know... That's where the carryover for gang stalking could happen. Apparently, RIS is plugged into Department of Homeland Security, and they have a really low fucking bar declaring someone a fucking terrorist. Pardon me again. Um, but, you know, this being used for a tool for gang stalking, meaning like cops could then mobilize. So, this RIS system, right? RIS. You know, when you cross over into different states, it has this carryover networks. Um, and it shows you a map, actually, on the About Us page on how it's sectioned off. And the directors, believe it or not. But, um, yeah, this, this risk system... It's uh, primarily used for law enforcement. And then once you go into a new area, if you're getting gang stalked again, it's because you move to a new area. This risk system alerted an, a law enforcement officer who's in charge of whatever that enhanced, um, what do you call it? Fucking, where some people call it community policing. I hate that fucking term. It's not community policing. It's, if, if police can't arrest you for something and I will tell you these motherfuckers can arrest you for anything I've like I said they arrested me for a fucking plastic bag and put me on a hundred thousand dollars bond over an argument inside of a taco bell over a plastic bag which somebody already gave me and then was snatched out of my hands uh they just made they just made it uh they just made started making shit up the cops can just Create a situation or create a hostile situation where people harass you or whatever. So you react so they can arrest you. So there's just, they just know all the tactics to do it. And, you know, this guy was trying to, he, he you know, after, as the conversation went, this guy, it, it, it was pretty aware that he knew 
he had some background on my abuse, etc. So, it, it, and, you know what I'm saying? After a while, I was just like, geez, this fucking asshole. But I continued to allow him to do stuff. But after a while, like I said, you can go back and listen to these conversations. I'm not going to put them on the podcast. Um, but, you know, he started inquiring about... He started using a lot of triggering things that he knew would start to trigger me during the conversation. And it was all linked up to lots of abuse that happened to me. And so I had to correct him on quite a few things uh, about a narrative surrounding me. So the conversation got a little crazy. But RIS is, you know, this RIS system, I definitely think that it's allowing people to continue to be gang stalked in different regions. So if you leave one region, go to another, it may, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the gang stocking might change or whatever. And that's just because, you know, um, that community may not think of you so personally since they don't know you so much, but you know say I can see totally that someone put me on a shit list on this wrist and said a bunch of crazy things about me, but the crazy, you know saying the insane shit about what's going on with me is it's baseless and you know, I've been fighting this tooth and nail and understanding that you can be arrested for literally fucking anything. Like they will just make it up. I even have this video on one of these podcasts where I play and this fucking cops like, bro, we in this, there's this female cop of this video I play and this cop actually was suspended because she even admitted in the video, she's like, we can just pull you over for anything. We can just create a reason. And, you know, I believe that we've seen enough, we, you know what I'm saying? I believe that a million black people in jail, there's a million black Americans in our U.S. prison system. That's insane. And the rate to white people, to black Americans is it doesn't follow, do you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it, it's, it's way out of whack. It's obvious that these people are just getting the book thrown at them and, you know what I'm saying, the charges are being, you know, a lot of these people, you know, they just get, the, the cops will just make shit up. And, you know, I'm not even going to get into that part, but cops can just arrest you. They can come up with a reason. They can set you up. They know how to set people up. Um, but in these conversations, if you want to listen to them, whatever, like I said, I have them all unedited. And from what I'm understanding and I'm getting feedback from other people, some, they said someone's trying to, trying to say, uh, try, uh, someone's out there. I just got some response. Uh, it was in our comment section. Thank you, by the way. And this is the only reason why I'm making this podcast. Cause I want to talk about the thing you try to introduce me to, et cetera, and correct any ideas about it. But I also wanted to introduce you to the concept. And you know, Rich, whatever his name was, should get the all the all the uh, all the all the credit for introducing me to this. And I think it's a missing puzzle piece for some information. It allows, you know, what I'm saying it. It um, it can be like, oh, well, I went to this new area, and then almost, you know, what I'm saying within the same day, I started getting harassed by people, and I can see that with this. But my harassment was primarily. Um, you know, criminals, um, etc. When I would travel to get bothered, you know, what I'm saying like neck tattoo, fuck faces. Uh, these aren't people who are part of some uh, community policing program. Like, 
what I'm saying? I I I I don't I don't think fucking. Do you know what I'm saying? Manolo or 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 you know what I'm saying or what have you? You know, uh, 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 is part of the community policing program. Um, the shit that they were shooting at me, they fucking jail people for thirty years for even being caught with it. Do you know what I'm saying? This isn't part of some community police. Like, that's insane. It's insane. So, but this guy, Rich, kept trying to shove this down my throat that everything that I'm experiencing is this risk system. And I, I broke. And guys, you know, I've read a lot into it. And it could explain quite a bit of why harassment carries over to different areas. But my harassment is always followed with an entourage that follows me across county and state lines consistently and having access to this radiation shit uh like i said i've tried going down to downtown la to talk to some people in um media and fucking you know a military application was used on me and it's strictly for military or military you know i imagine military contractors but it's strictly for those applications Department of Homeland Security doesn't have access to it. Um, the police department, the sheriff's department doesn't have access to it. It's a military application. So, so there's a hole there. Um, the fact that why would law enforcement knowingly allow all these citizens to have access for access to things that it's already been noted that if you get caught with them, the, the federal, you know, feds will put you in jail for 30 years. Um, you know, I'm saying there's just lots of different holes. Like I said, also with the medical shit that happened to me, whatever, but I got told by somebody that this guy's trying to now, um, farm this, our conversations. And, uh, he said they might be edited, what have you. So I, because I have a Samsung phone and part of my phone, it just automatically, the, the Samsung phone just automatically fucking records every call I get, I was just lucky that I have this shit unedited, and so I'm going <clears> to <throat> link to it in the description of this podcast, but um, yeah, but there's a system called RIS, and it, it explains how possibly if you can go to a different area and still get fucking fucked with, but primarily, do you know what I'm saying, if you're not if you're not like, if you're not on some sort of, if you're, if you haven't committed a crime and you, um, are not some sort of huge flight risk, etc. I don't see a reason why you would get on some sort of risk list. I can understand how some assholes would put you on there because they need you to be preoccupied. Like I've told you guys, I have, uh, you know, when this shit got kicked off, it was, um, some guys trying to extort me initially. Um, and then that evolved into some other shit. You guys already know, but I imagine probably somebody could have put me on a shit list. I know risk plugs into the department of Homeland security, but at the same time, the shit that I've been subjected to is just so fucking bananas, bro. And, you know, there is, um, 
I, you know what I'm saying? And th- he came to me with this information. And so I kept inquiring by, like I said, while maintaining a level of Magoo, because obviously I knew he wasn't being honest with me. And, um, you know, this got found out by the towards our end of our conversation when we started talking, you know, with that, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, crypto university kind of speak. Um, but anyways, I, I even have his permission to, uh, use his voice because I don't think he, I think he maybe thought I was fucking stupid. I don't know. Either way, there's also, you know, he was trying to keep trying to tell me, oh, it's, it's all this risk. It's this risk system. That's what's targeting you. I'll let you, well, this, you know, this is directly from the website. Risk supports efforts against organized and violent crime, gang activity, drug activity, terrorism, and violent extremism, human trafficking, identity theft, cybercrime, and other regional priorities. I'm actively being pursued and harassed by violent crime gangs who engage in drug activity and human trafficking. Do you understand? This would not be under their system. There is a complete synergy between the corrupt law enforcement here in San Diego the military community or not the military but like contractors etc um and you know please when you hear the word military contractor there's like just like there is you know varying degrees of people who play baseball you know i'm saying there's the guy who plays stickball in the street to you know the guy in the major leagues and everything in between it you have to understand the same thing goes like military contracting there are guys at the low end of the spectrum. Do you know what I'm saying? And then there are guys, you know, then there's the heavyweights and whatever. So, you know, and, and the same thing goes for the intelligence industry. There's just signals intel guys. So there's a bunch of cubicle fucking jockeys. Uh, you know, then there's like field intel guys who are super smart and know all about the, you know, know all about uh, behavioral manipulation, etc. And then like, you know what I'm saying? It just go, it keeps going up in levels, the same thing. So whenever I mention contractors... There are people at the low end of the spectrum and high end of the spectrum. Uh, also, some of these military contractors, they moonlight for city governments doing some real fucked up shit. We're not going to go into that now. But he, but this guy, Rich, kept trying to cram this down my throat that I didn't know what the, he had, that I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And it's this risk system. But, you know, I've, I've, like I said, I've given this website a colonic. I've, I've research how risk how this risk system plugs into department of homeland security but it's not to the level of which i'm being pursued etc and um it doesn't get so fucking crazy extracurricular i do believe that this is an information system and i do believe that you know if you get put on here as like a terrorist or whatever but you know it's crazy and he was also going into like these black budgets and how it, they just pursue people because it, it, it justifies a budget. Um, you know, like I said, I just kept, I just kept feeding them. I just kept feeding them. I wanted the conversation to go and go and go and go. Um, but this, you know what I'm saying? This only, uh, risks cost $12 million a year. $12 million is not a lot of fucking money when it comes to law enforcement and infrastructure and whatever. Like it, it averages like a $12 million a year budget very very small in the terms of law enforcement budgets so like that's also a crazy misconception but he kept trying to cram this down my throat and every time i gave him a, i asked him a question 
and probed him, he just kept saying this like term, like it's a black box, man. It's a black, like that was just his way of saying, I don't know. And I can't explain what you're trying to give me. Um, I also explained to him, you know, like there is this crazy shit happening all over San Diego. And there was a time and I have this whole, and I even have a podcast where I talk about the purge down here on how they had this radiation shit all over the place. Um, they had it in public transportation, like on buses they had, and it's like automated, it's fucking automated, automated, like, like the same way, like you would, you can automate a system for like raspberry Pi or whatever, but do you know what I'm saying? Like it was automated. I remember that I had to a B test how, you know, if there's just people on the train fucking with me and shooting this shit at me. So I would literally, cause I had a job at the time. But I was getting shot by this radiation shit while I was on the fucking train. And I was like, well, maybe somebody has it in a suitcase or whatever. So I purposely waited until like 11 p.m. for the very last train. And there was nobody on it. And I remember running up and down the fucking train cars. being Because in San Diego, it's not like people don't ride the subway and shit like that. It's primarily just for commuting for nine to fivers. Anything after that, they just have this train system and it just runs all the way till then. And so they're just pretty much empty. And so... I went on these trains and all by myself, there was nobody on these cars and I was still being subject to this shit on the train. And, you know, I've tried things like, um, having my face covered, having my face not covered, uh, not bringing a phone with me on the train, um, etc. Um, not having my, ha having my face covered and, uh, what do you call it? Um, not bringing my phone with me tend, tended to have the best results. But I'm imagining it was like automated. And, you know, like as you guys know, you know, in the in that podcast, you know, there was a lot of crazy shit. I mean, I remember I went drove all the way down to, you know, I live in the northern part of San Diego County off the tip top, almost by Orange County. <coughs> Excuse me. And so I turned off my phone, I drove my car all the way down to um, the Embarcadero by where the San Diego International Airport is, and I just immediately hailed a fucking random cab, a yellow cab, and so I just, I remember I had, um, I took out a bunch, because this was my plan to do this a couple of days beforehand, because I had to prove to myself, because I'm my own worst skeptic, I've had to prove that this crazy shit to myself. And because, you know, and I believe that my abuse went on for so much longer or the intensity of it because I'm my own worst skeptic because I, you know what I'm saying? Because of the mind fuck you go through, et cetera. They tell you that, you know, they, they make you believe you deserve your abuse, et cetera. Cause there is quite like enhanced torture. That's another thing. Enhanced torture is not enhanced interrogation. People get those things fucked up. Um, because there's a lot of alternate narratives going on. And, you know, unfortunately in this space, because lots of people are skeptical, you know, I've had people, I've had to come to find out like there are like independent media guys, etc., that have like a discord and they'll fucking talk about me. And there are some people and they're trying to, you know what I'm saying? Slap down some of my podcasts, etc. And this is all stuff I had to learn over time that was happening. 
It's pretty creepy, but I mean, if your fucking haters are talking about you, then I guess that's good. But at the same time, I'm 39 saying the word fucking haters, and I feel like a fucking retard. Anyways, um, but this wrist system, it's legit in the fact that I believe that if you go from one region to another and get harassed, um, this could start that shit back up. And if you're in this program right now and you're going from one area to another, this could feed into that. But RIS is a $12 million a year budget. I already looked up on the budgets. Like, believe me, this guy, like I said, he kept trying to cram this narrative. Like, this is what it is. is all this one thing. And you, you know what I'm saying? Everything that you fucking, you're teaching people, whatever, is just all, you know, all fantasy, etc. And, you know, unfortunately, you can go to the website yourself. I mean... It's just, it's just not there. And like I said, I've already read tons of articles about this. I know the the year annual budgets. I mean, twelve million dollars. You know, I don't. I, I I'm pretty sure like the local police department here has a budget bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, around that. Um, so it's very it has a very low price point. He was trying to say like it's all about it's all about budgets and and da 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 and this risk program and. It's all black box. Uh, I he does mention stuff about FISA courts where people get unauthorized um, ability to, like I said, you got to go check out these conversations if you care. But this guy was also talking about how FISA courts can <coughs> mislabel you and keep mislabeling you uh, a terrorist because a lot of these FISA court things are rubber stamps, and I think yeah. There's a possibility for that, but there's just so many things missing. There's a active synergy between military, oh, I'm sorry, military contracting community here. Some people in the military on the military bases because I used to do, because they wouldn't let me have a job. The only job I can get at the time, because like I said, they keep you broke was this Uber shit. <coughs> and you know, if I, here's another thing. If I showed up on any terror watch lists, before you go on base, <coughs> God, you have no idea I'm getting over COVID again. It must be this new strain, OU812 or whatever the fuck. Always the new strain. But if you're on a terror watch list, you have to show your credentials before you go onto a base. I would go on and off base consistently. You understand? If I was on a terror watch list, they wouldn't let me on the military base. But when I would, because I was doing Uber and I go pick up Marines and stuff like that, because those guys are stuck on base. Like, do you know what I'm saying? They're stuck in the barracks all day, and they def desperately need someone to give them a ride. Because a lot of those guys, believe it or not, people in the military, first class, like private first class, those guys don't make dick. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck. I guess supposedly your the, the the money you're supposedly saving on housing and food make up for it, but yeah, we need to pay our military more. Those poor guys. Anyways, um but I would go on and off the base. They get my ID, they check my ID, da -da -da -da, to get on the base. Like it's a very it's a process. Like if I was on some sort of fucking terror list especially on this wrist thing, I wouldn't be able to go on and off. But when I was on base, I definitely got shot by that radiation shit. Um, that fucking sucks. 
Um, and like I said, there's a synergy between the military contracting community here, the uh, organized crime, and then corrupt law enforcement. And, you know, the synergy of those three things is crazy. But, you know, this guy, he, you know, I think that he gave me an important piece of this whole pie. You know what I'm saying? If you see this, I, you know what I'm saying, part of this whole huge puzzle, this huge puzzle that we're putting together here as we do these podcasts and whatever. I think he gave us gave me a very important piece for how some things could work, and I wanted to talk about it. Um, but at the same time, it just, none of this shit fits for me. Um, I've gone over and over and over on this shit to figure out what was going on with me personally. I've done a full, what do you call it? Uh, a, a full, um, uh, freedom of information act request going all the way back to 1997. Um, uh, on multi from multiple agencies, etc. Um, unfortunately, you know, this is the situation that I'm in. You know, I was getting extorted by some locals, and that situation crashed into a much bigger situation. And it's not a coincidence that I had information about that someone didn't want me to talk about, and they, you know, I'm saying. And that happened at the same time this guy was running for president or people from that family was running for president. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if all those things just lined up fucking perfectly, do you understand? Like, if that's, if that, if that's just a giant coincidence, I'm going to go fucking play the lottery tomorrow. <laughs> Anyways. And the thing is, is when I didn't even mention this shit, like I didn't even mention it. When I brought it up, I brought it up and I talked about it like a metaphor that only like me and the person who knew that they did not want me knowing this would know what the fuck I was talking about. When I just like kind of said it out loud to myself and literally the next day my fucking life was <coughs> different. There's just a lot of holes, but I don't know what this guy was doing with this conversation or what have you, but I'm going to have access to all the... um. What do you call it? The whole thing. Uh, I just know that from what I'm hearing, I'm already hearing, like I said, like people from comment sections, uh, com in the comment sections for a lot of these platforms we put out the podcast. Uh, I've been checking them now lately. And even a couple people from Facebook, they're already saying like, bro, there's something going out about you. And someone's trying to like say that you ain't shit and whatever. That's fine. You can say I'm not shit. But unfortunately, I've gone through this situation. I've I've done the due diligence. I have vetted so many different ways as to what could be. You know what I'm saying? Trying. I always did. I never. Uh, you know, while going through this process, me personally, I never just landed on the first crazy thing I thought. Do you know what I'm saying? And I was very speculative of myself. And I believe that because I didn't just be like, yo, it's about this thing. Fucking you need to get your head screwed on right and then figure out a way to get to the press or whatever. And then it just snowballed into this bigger situation. 
And all of a sudden, these people came to San Diego, and they started doing, like, basically, like, trying to boot all the rats out. I guess because I knew this info, they thought someone handed it to me. And so then it became like a, who gave the retard, you know, who, you know, if we were to think of Bitcoin as, you know I'm saying, a piece of information that you shouldn't know, it became a process of who gave the retard Bitcoin, you know, kind of thing. And it just really, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a hyper paranoid government, the, the, the government is fucking paranoid. You just really don't understand. And it just really fucking tore this community apart. They used me as like bait for some people. I didn't know that was what was going on. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? If, you know what I'm saying? They, they constantly threaten me that they're going to, you know, arrest me on terrorism charges and all sorts of shit if I didn't shut up and lay low or whatever. It was such a fucking nightmare. Man, but this guy kept trying to shove this down my my throat that it was just this wrist thing and I was just being over the top. And here's what I, you know, if you're gonna call the the um, the podcast, uh, just you know, I definitely I'm gonna take everyone's fucking call, but I've just I've had people fuck with me a lot, so I'm gonna, you know, what I'm saying. I play my game, you play yours, especially if I'm start, I'm already suspicious of you. But, like, I got nothing to hide, man. I'm just... <coughs> um, I just... I'll talk to fucking anybody. You want to call me and try to make me look like a fucking... Try to make me look stupid or something? Like, that's fine. I just done all my research. I've done all my research. It's all backed by hard sources. Um, somebody commented that... The reason why I assumed this was some sort of, uh, was the fucking, the feds fucking with me, uh, was because I've just never been subject to kind of corrupt behavior and it's just a shock to me. Well, look, man, I've, I just, I've just grown up. I just grown up in a rough neighborhood. I will tell you that, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of you guys know I lived on my own when I was 15 years old and I worked two fucking jobs. You know, I worked at Burger King and I worked at, um, Burger King almost like pretty much 30 hours a week. And I worked at, um, GameStop almost 30 hours a week. And I, you know, I had to find a continuation high school that would allow me to, because you know what I'm saying? It's try to get an apartment, you know what I'm saying? Working one minimum wage job. It's fucking impossible. But, um. You know what I'm saying? You got it. So you, you know what I'm saying? So you got it. But I, as a 15 year old boy, you can't uh, work 40 hours a week. So, anyways, so I worked my ass off, and you know I still graduated high school and what have you. And you know that whole process just really fucking taught me. You know what I'm saying how to. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, growing up in a, I, it wasn't the best neighborhood. That's how, how, how best can I put that? And then, you know, in college, et cetera, like, you know, I, I, I hung out with a bunch of, hung out with a bunch of rough ass people. Like, just because I didn't gangbang doesn't mean that I didn't hang out with a bunch of fucking, uh, opportunists. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so, 
I mean, I think that's a little naive just to make that assumption. And then another person made the assumption because I mentioned that I grew up without my father around that this is this, this is a, uh, this is a, uh, 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 this whole podcast is because I didn't grow up with a father and you know, all this other shit. And it's like, no dude, people are shooting deadly radiation at me. There is obviously a very fucked up synergy between the military community, um, the fucking organized crime and some real fucked up cops, etc. Even some federal agencies. Um, and, you know, I'm being treated as if, you know, I'm Osama bin fucking Laden, bro. Uh, it's just so crazy. But what are you going to do? But if you are going to call the podcast and you have something to show me, come into this situation thinking you have something to teach me or show me. And I want to give you credit for it and whatever. And, um, you know, like I said, that's why I'm going to fucking put these conversations up, whatever. But towards the end, like I said, we started to talk in that crypto shit. And I was like, ah, this mother, like, I I really understood, like, and it was good that I fucking, you know, saying I just, I just acted like a fucking ham and just allowed him to, you know, keep, keep fucking talking, etc. And I just kept, um, just kept feeding the fire and to see how many holes is one of you saying, but Yeah, just if you're going to call the podcast, don't cram something down my throat and tell me, you know, I don't know what's going on, etc. Look, man, um, this stuff is cool. That was a cool thing that he showed me. But I think that was just kind of his door is his way in. Because from what I'm understanding, these con- he was recording those convos and never having people tell me like, oh, yeah, that's somebody's like playing these conversations to other people. There's a there's people playing conversations about you and some other dude on the phone. I don't even know what is what that is, but maybe he used that as a foot in the door, and then he was editing it and and trying to make logic of what was going on and uh, try to take the wind out of my sails. Who knows? This could be that could have been somebody who, you know, what I'm saying actively isn't you know engages me online and that guy was just trying to find out a way that he could try to make this problem go away there's all sorts of things it could be who knows who fucking knows he could have been using a fucking voice modulator because you know what i'm saying you can literally turn your voice from a female's voice into a guy's voice etc with like voice modulators in fact they're really popular on things like um world of warcraft etc but there are more professional ones more professional ones for um um, the securities industry. Sorry, man. I guess I'm getting over COVID, but, uh, <coughs> I just want to make this podcast because there is this thing called risks and there's a possibility if you're getting harassed and you move somewhere else and getting harassed again, like that, you know, possibly somebody could put you on this list of possible terrorists or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? I just, I just don't see at the level that I've gone through it, but I can, I, you know, I'm saying a majority of the people who I see in these forums are a bunch of people who think like the fucking Freemasons are after them or, you know, the government's got a chip in their brain and 5G is reading their thoughts and it's like, it's just a mess. 
And basically, it's just, you know what I'm saying, the people who are gang-stalking you, etc., like, just really, like, fucking with you. And, um, they, they'll seed you with a bunch of different ideas because they'll keep you in the dark. They'll treat you like mushrooms. They'll feed you shit and keep you in the dark. And, you know, you'll just kind of, since you have no, um, heuristics for what's happening to you, you'll grab at anything. Um, but I know that risk operates on a budget of $12 million a year. And that is fucking peanuts in the world of, I mean, it's a lot of money for you and me. We'd have it in our bank account, but that's fucking peanuts for a nationwide, um, law enforcement assistant information sharing agency. Uh, you know, every time I inquire about something, how this would fit, except you just kept saying black box, black box, black box, which means that you can't test the data. And lots of the things that I've brought to light for you guys, I always bring the, I always bring the data. Like, I just don't understand how I could go to the dark side and come back with notes. But when I would inquire this guy about this, he would just say black box, like, oh, are you part of the secret, secret, secret world of whatever? But it's, but the organization has a, has a public website, you know what I'm saying? And then even how it plugs into DHS, that's a public website. And then all the articles about that is a public website. And then all the directors, you know what I'm like, it's just, yeah. But I will tell you that if you're going to call the, call the show, um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be skeptical of you. Um, unfortunately, I've attained a certain amount of skills that allow me to, you know, what I'm saying, allow me to vet people a little better. Or over time, I will drag it out. You know, what I'm saying because it tend when people start to get tired of something or what have you, they tend to get lazy and etc. And then you know, saying I can just pump up your tires on shit. And, you know, I'll just get to the bottom of what's going on. But, you know, if you're going to call this, call the show about what the fuck ever. Um, I, and you do have a tip on, I think that you should present yourself like, Hey, I have a tip and then kind of, you know, see where that fits instead of trying to cram something down my throat because I've done my due diligence. I've never heard of the wrist thing, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I believe it just allows cross communication. And I have been harassed from one point to another, but at the same time, you know, my abuse and I just want to tell you, my abuse has been with this radiation shit. And like I said, you get 30 years that the feds catch you with that. And the feds aren't just going to start handing this shit out to a bunch of fucking civilians who are part of an enhanced neighborhood watch. Like, there's like a black market for this shit. Um, it's, uh, you know, especially from what I'm understanding, affluent communities will buy this shit from like the fucking cartel and they'll shoot the shit at homeless people. To try to kill them, to get rid of them off their streets and shit like that. Like, it's crazy with this radiation shit. But, like I said, people follow, have followed me across state lines, county lines, shooting the shit at me with rigs in their fucking car. And, from, and here in San Diego, you can actually go to a place where 
people will rig up your car to have this shit so you can shoot people on the road. There's a there's some real fucked up crazy shit going on here and everyone has these radiation things down here in San Diego and it's getting out of fucking control and somehow yeah all I know is that whatever the fuck is going on down here is it was only after you know what I'm saying this purge happened where this place turned to this weird criminal cesspool um yeah anyways getting back to this wrist shit it's R-I-S-S, RISS. Go to R-I-S-S dot net. Check it out. There's lots of information sharing with there. But it doesn't answer all the questions for shit that I've fucking been through. And, you know, just... If you're going to call the show, don't cram something down my throat. I'll... <coughs> let's talk something out on... You know what I'm saying? If you have a new tip or possibly... You know what I'm saying? We're building a puzzle. We're building the spaceship. Do you know what I'm saying? We're building the UFO. And, and we're reverse engineering this program together. So, just, I get it that you guys probably have gone through shit, and you have a, a piece that's verifiable, etc. That is fucking dope, and we're going to put that piece on our fucking spaceship. <coughs> God, sorry. But it's not, it doesn't just explain everything. Jeez. Bro, COVID's no joke. It's like the third time I've gotten it. It's a different strain. It's the strawberry banana twist strain. But uh, yeah, if you're going to call the show and you're not just trolling, like I ended up finding out this guy was at the very end. Like, well, verified, verified. Like I said, I had to feel him out and I had to, you know, saying be a ham on purpose and then pump up his tires on things and then kind of make him feel like he's driving the conversation. Cause I just, I just got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And I'll talk to fucking anybody. I don't care. But, uh, you know, if you are going to have a tip, come to the show, you know, call the show with a tip or whatever. I might want to bring you on because you were the person introduced me to this tip. Like, I don't want to just take your tips or whatever, and then just not give you credit. Like what a huge dick I would be if I did that shit. Uh, but just, Come to this situation knowing that you have a puzzle piece, most likely a puzzle piece. You know what I'm saying? I've done a lot of due diligence on <clears throat> a lot of the enhanced torture, uh, a lot of the psychological abuse, a lot of the ghost in the machine shit, etc. And um, this... uh. You know, as we're, like I said, as we're building the fucking UFO, I use the word UFOs, this is because, like, there's no website, there's no place online you can get this information, what have you. Obviously, it's because, you know, if, you know, the U.S. government published that, oh, we do this to people and this to people and this to people when we think that they're a threat or whatever, then, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that wouldn't be cool. Um... But I do think that I am part of, also at the same time, I also think I'm part of a community of people, which is why I've had so many of you who have been gang stalked, which is just, it's a, you always have to understand gang stalking, it's a tool in the toolbox of COINTELPRO 2.0. But um, it's a very 
uh, a natural form of abuse. And I mean, I am part of a community who's experienced that type of organized abuse. Um, but outside of just the gang stalking shit, like I've just, bro, I've just over the top fucking just, it's just crazy over the top. It just, it defies explanation, especially when you apply just the most basic bitch logic to it. But I will continue to um, answer calls. And, you know, this wrist thing is it's a cool puzzle piece. And I encourage you, if you are going through the program, to look at the website. And, you know, don't think that if we have a phone call um, that, you know, I'm going to post it. But unfortunately, from what I'm understanding, this gentleman did not mean me, uh, did not, um, uh, you know, you know, used some information to then try to, from what I'm understanding, discredit me and then publish our conversation somewhere else. And I mean, that's unfortunate, which the only reason I'm not going to put it on the podcast, but I mean, it's, I mean, we talked on the phone for like fucking 12 hours, bro. Um, I just, you know what I'm saying? I'll talk to people if you guys are nice or whatever. I'm, you know, it's whatever. But, um, it was only until towards the end of the conversation, I really understood that this guy did not mean me any, uh, you know what I'm saying? He, 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 he was obviously had devious intentions. I mean, that sucks. It's whatever. If you want to listen to the conversation, that's fine. Um, like I said, I, you know what I'm saying? I have to, I had to be like a ham. So you will... You know what I'm saying? Kind of feel that from my end, but that's, and you can, and it, it really pays off towards the end of our long train of conversations when he kind of, re- kind of revealed his intentions. But I just had to, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just had to keep, I just keep, yeah, I had to keep hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. But it's unfortunate. And uh, it's unfortunate that this guy, uh, was trying to, from what I'm understanding, you know, post edited conversation and try to discredit me or the podcast. Like all this stuff is backed up by facts and receipts and fucking, um, behavioral science and documented accounts, etc. It's not some $12 million a year, which is a tiny fucking budget, uh, information sharing district. And, um, you know, and when you can't answer a question and it doesn't fit, just don't say things like it's a black box that just, well then just say you don't know and then don't say something. So just you, like, I always come to you guys in this podcast with information that I can back up and it has a source, etc. Um, if you have to say something like it's a black box, that means you can't prove it. And we are trying to use documentation to put this, you know, spaceship together. You know what I'm saying? This UFO, this government program and all the idiosyncrasies and all the tactics, etc. And, you know, I've been to the other side and I came back with fucking notes, um, 
it, it, you know, saying if you can't do the same thing, then, you know, perhaps maybe you need to flesh those ideas out a little better. And uh, I'm not even mad at this dude. Like I said, even towards the end of the conversation, he started being condescending. And then we started actually, I actually started figuring out who this dude was or whatever. Not so much his identity, but, you know, what his angle was or whatever. Uh, but, I mean, fuck, I'm not, I just, I don't know. I don't know. As you get older, man, you just stop thinking about right and wrong. And you're just like, I don't know, there was that guy. And he, that's how he wanted to behave and conduct himself. And then, and then you, then I just fucking move on. I don't know. I don't think a lot about it. So, but if you do call the po- podcast, understand, I'm just going to pick up. Sometimes I'll, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I will, uh, you know, I'll be up late working on a pro on a project. No, I answer the phone or whatever. If, if the phone rings and I see it ringing, I'm just going to answer it. And, you know, this risk system is interesting. Um, it seems more like an information sharing service, considering it's small budget. Um, I don't think it's as grandiose as this guy tried to say in our conversation. Like I said, that's just, it's just up on uh, a Google Drive that I'm going to be linking to. And I guess you can, like, I don't know, play those audio files at your leisure if you really care. Um... But yeah, have you, I mean, I definitely recommend having this stuff kind of like a little more fleshed out. And if you can't, ex, can't, can't have a, if you don't have a source and you don't have your own, and you don't have personal experience of a thing, like personal experience, not, do you know what I'm saying? Not, um, I think this, you know, whatever the Freemasons are in on it, because one of these guys had a, you know, a fucking compass sticker on his car or whatever he did a special hand signal and I'm just like ay 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 you know um which by the way I think I have a whole podcast on that shit and I like if there are free like there are Freemason communities that like I don't know it's like a police department I think I've mentioned before it's like a police department like there are some police departments that are super corrupt and then there are some that you know what I'm saying it, it's pretty well fleshed out or whatever you um, some, but, uh, and, you know, saying Masonic lodges, because I think it's known that they prioritize secrets. It's not, a, you know, that Masons aren't a secret society. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a club where the guys just teach nonverbal communique and stuff. And that's just, I don't know. That's like their, their cool little hobby. They also teach life skills and shit like that. But, um, yeah, there are some lodges that are fucking bananas and there's a lot of corruption. Some of them let in criminals and stuff like that into their lodge. Um, there's a couple of cities in San Diego County where they do let fucking criminals and shit join their, their lodges. And that's only because I had to, like, I literally started going into and meeting with some of these lodges because I was reading so much of this shit online of you guys talking about the Masonic lodges. And I don't know about you, but I just have to know. I'll, I don't, I like, the ability for me to want to to know something um, is much more important for me than looking silly or being, you know what I'm saying, having to admit that I was wrong about something or whatever. I just need to know, like, I need to know, no. And, 
I go to extreme links to verify facts. And I started meeting with a couple of Masonic lodges, etc. And, you know, you just start to get the feel of those things. And then you see the kind of people that associate with it. Um, and I had to learn a little bit about that culture. And yeah, it's just like, yeah, sorry, I went off on that tangent about that Masonic shit, but you guys, you guys go crazy in these fucking forums, man. I gotta look this shit up. And when I was going through this at first, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And since I didn't have any information, I had to go and get this information. I just saw a bunch of you guys in these forums talking about the Freemasons, etc. And it's just, I don't know. I think if there are Freemasons fucking with you, it's because that guy <coughs> happens to be a Mason, but he's also part of a bunch of fucking, you know, local citizens who are being enabled by some shitty cops who can't be seen, you know, wood chippering your constitutional rights. It's like saying that Costco is after you. Be You know what I'm saying? The company Costco is after you. Because some guy, um, some guy was pushing you around and his wallet fell out and you saw a Costco card in there. It's like, because just because he's a member of fucking Costco, the guy who was pushing you around and shit doesn't mean like Costco was after you. Do you know what I'm saying? You have to think of the same thing. Just because there are, just there's a guy that might be a Freemason or whatever fucking with you. He's just got a membership. You know what I'm saying? He's just part of a member of a club. It doesn't mean that whole club is after you. I think I also go over that. Um, but yeah, all of those different clubs have different cultures. We even talk about that, me and that dude, in those conversations. And then he starts saying shit like, I think you're scared of them, Steve. I think you're scared of the Masons. And I was like, what? Yeah, it gets so fucking weird, bro. But he did bring this whole risk system to my attention. And, you know, um, I think it's kind of fucked. If it is being abused and hyper abused, it could be, but I've already done some research on it. I understand what their budgets are. I think that <coughs> if it is being abused, it's being abused by the end users, not by the um, network itself. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a cop gets an alert or whatever because there's this app that officers can have and it alerts them to shit the officers get it i've already looked into the civilian part of it you know even though this guy was trying to say like these civilians are part of a thing if they are like <coughs> yeah i don't think it's yeah Me personally going through this and understanding that I was having criminals, cops, and then people from the military industrial uh, in military industrial um, community, um, and then understanding of going all over San Diego while this while we, that purge shit was going on, it was basically like, you know, like a clandestine little civil war, bro. It was fucking bananas. And I had to test my hypothesis by using myself as a fucking guinea pig. 
and being like, well, I get keep getting shot by this fucking radiation shit. And good thing the train has a bathroom because when you get radiation poisoning on the fucking train, you have to shit yourself. Um, but I waited, I waited for the very last train and I was no, like, do you understand? Like I've gone on in my way, just like going and interviewing fucking Masonic lodges, lodges and you know, I was getting shot on the bus and in the train. Cause as you guys know, I got rid of my car because they had some shit in my car and pardon me. Um, sorry. So getting over this cold. But, uh, yeah, so I had, so I had this radiation shit in my car, so I just, I didn't know how to get rid of it, and they were keeping me pretty broke, so I didn't have, like, the tools and everything necessary to basically tear the shit out of my car, I didn't even know what I was looking for at the time, now I understand how the systems work, um, even though I got a fucking car that's already fucked up, it's already rigged with shit. That sucks. But, you know, I go to a far length to make sure I'm not full of shit to myself. I'm not here to put together a fantasy to explain this crazy. Like, it's over the top, bro. It's so over the top. This guy then tried to, um, on the phone, he, I was telling about the adulterated food or whatever. He's like, well, then I'm going to come down and meet you. We're going to. Uh, check out all this adulterated food or whatever, and it's like, it's not how it works, man, <laughs> like, these motherfuckers, um, at this point, they just, it's, they, you know what I'm saying, they, they harass me by region now, because I stuck around, but there was a time when you could go all over this fucking city, and there would be a fuck ton of adulterated food, and it was their way of pushing lots of people out of these communities, it was crazy. But at the same time, this as I started, um, man, you gotta listen to these fucking conversations. As I dragged it on and on and on and on, and just kept being, I just kept acting like a ham. You know what I'm saying? And um, his true color showed, and he started like, kind of like, like I said, in this little crypto talk. For, you know, a lot of it's based in that crypto university shit. Started talking shit, um, insulting me, and. All sorts of shit. You can pick it up on the conversation because it gets off and we start arguing about lions and tigers. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a lion is... Because um, remember how it goes back to colors? Remember? It goes back to colors. Colors. Remember the colors that I mentioned on the Crypto University shit? And how lion? Well, lions are yellow, right? And... Yellow is the color of some sort of proposed sexual deviancy for whatever reason. Uh, <coughs> God. And we started arguing. He started calling me a lion. <coughs> and um, I understand the the counter to this. And I, like I said, this gets so silly in these conversations. You got to hear it between me and this dude. <laughs> We started arguing. I was like, nah, fuck a tiger. A tiger is about information that you're not supposed to talk about. Right? Because it's orange. Goes back to the that shit. We start doing this crypto talk right in the middle of this conversation uh, to each other. And then I was like, oh, you speak this shit too. 
So he was just acting dumb and he was, like I said, most likely recording conversation and then editing it up and cutting it up in a certain way to try to make me look silly. But like I said, I'm going to post all the conversations, um, all the audio files. And so if you're actually curious, cause like it goes on for fucking like 12 hours, dog, but yeah, he introduced me to this wrist thing. I think that's a good puzzle piece, so now we're understanding, like, if you go somewhere, and you go to another place, this is probably why you're getting fucked with, but, you know, it, it becomes a different equation when this system is also, uh, that wrist system is also to keep track of gang members, etc. They shouldn't be participating in your abuse if it was this system, etc. because, do you, do you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the budgets aren't there, etc. I'm thinking, apologize, man. You're getting the sniffles. I'm most likely it's the end user who abuses this system. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like having a car, like have a car. You can drive a car responsibly right? Or you can drive a car like shit. Like it's the end user. It's whoever gets access to this information during this risk system, whatever. And you go to a different region and you start to have fucking cops and then whatever, start fuck with you again. Um, it's most likely the end user on that shit. That's, you know what I'm saying? Going to make it a bad situation. That in itself is not fucked up, but <clears throat> I've been having some people who are wondering, like, oh, what's going on? How come I went to this different place? There's no reason for me. I don't have any information leak or what the fuck ever. Um, you know what I'm saying? There, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's probably this risk system. So, you know, at least he introduced me to that. And, um, yeah. I think that you should probably you know, read up more about it and check out that if you feel like you went to a new place, a new state or whatever, and you're still getting fucked with, well, most likely they're tapping into this risk system. And I would say that it's more than likely the end user who is a dick, who is going to be fucking with you. Not so much that it's just the system itself. And it's part of like, whatever. I think it's a puzzle piece. Um, it doesn't explain everything. It doesn't explain people at different levels of this program. I have this, I have our video series where I use documented cases. This is important. We can only build this spaceship with things that we can prove. It can't be any black boxes. It can't just be speculation. It's about things we can prove. In my video series, I show different people at different levels of the program and documented cases of it. And that's just so important. And I mean, when these conversations I have with him, he's just trying to cram this shit down my throat and I don't get that. But yeah, check out that wrist thing. It's R-I-S-S dot net. And I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. Guys, I just wanted to add on to this as I'm getting more and more people letting me know, you know, what was going on on this dude's end. It's not like oh, the guy who um, I linked to those conversations. Uh, an additional update is the fact that um, <clears throat> those files 
have all been replaced with version like I, I recorded our conversation. Like I said, I get people that call me all the time. And, you know, my main strategy is just to act like a fucking ham. You know what I'm saying? Kind of magoo to get these people to kind of kind of reveal themselves. Because I get a lot of people who fucking who in, who are perpetrators of this abuse or enabling it to happen. Or even like bootlickers of the people who do not like me. Try to throw me curveballs, etc. So, um, I posted our full conversation just, you know, because I was hearing him in the conversation saying, like, cut that, don't say that, whatever. And um, now I'm getting, I got a buddy of mine who, who dropped me a line. I appreciate that. He says that these conversations are being shopped around to media outlets in an effort to get people to not engage with me. Look, just because I engage with a caller who I don't trust, and so I engage him in a way which I know will allow me to either better understand him or he'll end up giving me something just by, you know what I'm saying, moving the conversation along at a, at a, at a pace which I understand will eventually get some asshole to kind of reveal himself if he is a piece of shit. Um... Yeah, it's not, it's not like a reflection of the, like, what's going on here. I don't I mean, even if I, you know what I'm saying? The fact that I was just having a conversation with this dude who I didn't trust doesn't mean like, just because this dude and me have this conversation who I don't trust him. And so I'm going to engage him in a very special and particular way to allow him to essentially debrief himself because you just don't understand what this fucking, this program is about, man. I got a lot of people who have a lot to lose, dude. So, but anyways, so from what I'm understanding now, he's saying that this is circulating in uh, media circles, trying to convince journalists, etc., not to work with me. And then uh, another person let me know that he was broadcasting a con- uh, the conversation on Twitter spaces. I don't know if that's true or not, but he was like, yeah, bro. There was people, he had quite the audience. And he, I guess he thought he was being hilarious. And it's just like, well, I'm how I'm coming from it is I'm getting absolutely swarmed by the most dangerous motherfucking people in the world every fucking day. Like, people who have no, um, no constraint of what they can do to me because it serves a purpose. And, um, you know, this guy came in with this whole thing about risks and et cetera. And I let him talk about it and I let him tell me his perspective. But when you look into it, this thing only has $12 million of funding a year. Um, which I don't know about you, but I live in San Diego, California down here by the beach. That's 12 houses on one normal suburbanite street here. That's peanuts for a budget. He was also trying to explain away that everything I was experienced with this, like, it's like, mm, you know, when you look into it, um, it's bullshit. It's a, it's a network of people who it's a, it's a network of, for law enforcement to share information. So, you know, when those things that you hear, like, oh, I wish somebody would have said something about that shooter or whatever. That's what that network is for. And yeah, I imagine your name can get passed around some of those networks and you can get harassed, but it's not where they're handing out radiation devices and the ingredients to a fucking dirty bomb, because there's two different types of that, just to everyone in the general population, just say, have at it. 
Um, he also went on to some shit later in our conversations. It's crazy though. The files have been stripped of his voice that I uploaded. They were up there before they had his voice. It was me and him talking. The files have now just been completely stripped of his voice. So somebody hacked my shit because I guess they didn't want this dude to be, you know what I'm saying? Um, shown that he was trying to pull a fucking, a jack move to try to garner less weight to whatever I say or whatever's going on. But see, I'm just insured by that because whenever I come to tell you guys shit, it's always backed by receipts. It's always backed by facts. Um, but I mean, it's just some dude that wants to help out some people, most likely, who are in a lot of trouble. And that's why they were fucking shitting on me. But, you know, just because I was engaging him kind of as, you know, in a, in a, in a form of self-parody so I can get this dude to tell me more and more because I don't fuck, like, you have no idea. Your trust is absolutely fucking decimated while you're in this program. But now I'm understanding, like, they, I, I appreciate the heads up that now this dude's trying to shop this shit to media outlets, et cetera. Like, look at this guy. This is who this guy. Look, man, I don't trust people. So I'm going to engage with you in a way that's going to benefit me at the end. Um, that's what just, that's just the fucking, that's just par for the course with this shit. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried, but I am at the same time. Uh, want to put it out there that first and foremost, like, fuck, I really appreciate the people who do have my fucking back. Cause this has been a goddamn journey. Letting me know about what's going on, about what that fucking asshole is now trying to do and trying to take a conversation and be like, you don't want to talk to this guy. He's like, no, dude, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. I don't trust you. Do you understand? I don't trust you. So, and I'm, like I've said before in previous, con- uh, like 60%, 70% of the people who call in are just fucking dickheads, either trying to talk shit or trying to do that, trying to do what Homeboy was doing. But you have to really understand the piece of shit that he, that this dude is trying to discredit me after I've already backed everything up. I've backed up this podcast with facts, right? But to understand that what happened down here in San Diego on a larger level considering they were putting these radiation devices in the fucking trains and shit like that. Incredible. So that basically this dude wants to try to rob a bunch of people who went through a fucking tragedy because their government was doing the most crazy illegal shit imaginable. Like it's beyond authoritarian. You can't even say it's authoritarian that they had these fucking things rigged up in the in the fucking trains, et cetera, that they knew people, um, got around town, et cetera. They have this shit like automated in lots of areas of the downtown part of the city down by Embarcadero where the Naval base is. I imagine that's why it's primarily focused around there too. But you have to understand like, this is some crazy out of control, illegal, like as fuck, like ruthless shit to have a commercialized, weaponized version of this radiation shit in public transport. Do you know what I'm saying? That was just one of the things. The fact that they were had whole stores full of fucking adulterated food. Um at one time, like 2015, 2016, 2017, it was around when that crazy, crazy, crazy shit was going on. By the way, you know, 
what really blows my mind is when I went to the media outlets and I fucking left them like a stacks of notes on this. Like, this is what's going on down here. They have all this fucked up food. They have this radiation shit everywhere. They're using it to push people out, but do it in a silent way. And the cops are fucking purposely stonewalling them and they're working with feds. And now there's this, we have this revelation that this fucking crew exists called Signature Reduction, who does a bunch of clandestine uh, ops around the United States for the fucking Pentagon, which most likely would be the employee of those, some of those people, and that they're employing criminals third party to implement this shit just in case it gets real fucking nutty. Like, bananas. But the fact that this motherfucker was going out of his way to try to strip any kind of future possibility of, of those people who went through that, but because they they understood how far it could go, could not fucking go forward in the media. And then I had to go to... Uh, then I had to go to the media and I risked the fuck out of my health, um, risking death literally every single fucking time. And that is not an overstatement. If anything, it's a goddamn understatement, um, only to have a complete roadblock of the media. And for this motherfucker to, to try to lessen that because, you know, he's some fucking bootlicker or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody who wants to do nice or, 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 or try to rob credibility from what the fuck is going on. Like, that is bananas. But I uploaded some more because he leaves me, he left me these voicemails, etc. Because he was trying to like lure me into this. But like I said, I go into every conversation with, okay, motherfucker, prove to me that you're not a fucking asshole who I shouldn't be wasting my time with. And I have various strategies because this abuse has, you know, definitely. It makes you create the craziest survival mechanisms to either procure information or just to fucking survive. It just does. It's, it's, I just, that's literally the only way that this is even describable of what putting this uh, program will do to you, man. But yeah, what a fucking pile of shit. I'm now learning you put me on fucking spaces and now he's shopping around our conversation to other news outlets to encourage people like incredible. Yes, please. Let's keep, uh, let's keep that in the fucking dark on how insanely corrupt that the fucking military thinks they're, that they are entitled to San Diego so they can just install these crazy things everywhere. Um, there is a level of automation, believe it or not. And then when there are holes in that system, they use fucking crews with vehicles with mobile versions of that shit. And because it's invisible and it's in silent and the fucking law enforcement is already stonewalling people, it makes people get absolutely no fucking yeah, yeah. Let's let's fucking please, homie, like please, let's try to aid the people who designed that. Let's try to save them. Let's make sure they can sleep well at night. Like what a pile of shit. I hope this motherfucker eats a pistol. Jesus fucking Christ. So crazy. So crazy. Like, I'm not personally, I'm not fucking personally burnt about it because I deal with pieces of shit all the time. I mean, he broadcasts, I don't give a fuck. Like, bro, the price of gold don't go down because speakerphone exists. And you know what I'm saying? You don't know how I was coming at you. I'm not worried about that. What makes me upset though is to understand like motive and this, and I thinking about the motive of it and understanding like he's trying to rob people who are absolutely fucking assaulted by some otherworldly shit. I couldn't even describe it as authoritarian. 
like more like dictatorship for this radiation shit to be literally put on the fucking the uh, uh, transit system that they know lots of these people who have clearance etc take the train to and from the suburbs down to the business parks that are right next to the military bases a lot of those are all fucking companies that have contracts with people so a lot of people with clearance etc and they're using that to essentially let people know they need to get the fuck out of here they, they are they have been evicted but since the government can't technically do that they were using this otherworldly means and for that motherfucker on top of the adulterated food and the harassment etc to understand that these tactics used on me were then scaled up and to know that this motherfucker was trying to pull some fucking stunt to rob these people of ever even at least to hear that fucking story or for people to pay attention what a pile of shit like go play in traffic dude jesus christ but yeah, I even, you know, he, 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 from what I'm understanding, he had a lot of other people <laughs> listening on the conversation. The thing he was talking about has a budget of $12 million a year. That's 12, you know how small of a fucking budget that is for him to describe all the things. That, like, he was just, ta- it's, you know how some people, there are, there are ways to use the truth to lie. And people who aren't well versed on information, etc., will just let somebody else lead them around. You know, put them on a leash. I have no idea what he's talking about. And I so he sounds like he knows more than I do. And then they just say a bunch of crazy loaded words like it's a black box, like this fucking asshole did. We kept saying in that conversation. Uh, basically, that was just a fancy way of saying I don't have an answer. You just said something to me that um, doesn't match up to the shit I'm, I'm, that's coming out of my face hole. But uh, yeah, so I mean, hey, if you are media or what have you, just understand that ass kind of asshole exists, is something you have to deal with, but, yeah, just because, just because some fucking, some fucking asshole has speakerphone, don't make, don't mean the price of gold goes down, like, I'm, I've fucking backed this shit up with hard science, with strategies, with all sorts of documentation, etc., just, that's why this podcast is prolonged, so, you know what I'm saying, because I keep learning more and more about this atrocious shit, and this horrible program, and the, there's documentation, and this guy just comes to me with something I haven't heard of, and I just wanted to listen to him, but how he was trying to frame things was that this puts a bow on everything, I'm a silly boy, and it's just, is one of the things, it's like the war, and it's, and it's just not, it's just not, I mean, I was shot with a fucking active denial service, that is a military-only applique, do you understand? Like they, I've I've read the documentation. Law enforcement, federal law enforcement, is not a is is not allowed anywhere near that. That is a military applique only. So I mean, though there's there's holes about the shit that happened. You know, uh, when I was getting purposeful in proper medical care, and I learned all about the whole the medical industrial complex. Though you know, what I'm saying with the the network of ner- of traveling nurses and doctors that work with the fucking Pentagon as errand boys to take care of things for them, like, there's just so many holes, but definitely it's not going to be some agency that is funded by 12 million dollars a year, and, you know, I've done a deep, deep dive on it now, because it came with a new thing, and I, personally, I would hope people call the show either wanting help or wanting to offer new information or whatever, and that's rad, because 
the only reason I started the podcast, it wasn't to tell a story. It was to, like, help people, man. Anyways, so, yeah, fuck that bullshit. Fuck that dude. You're really trying to, you're really trying to disenfranchise a lot of fucking people who got stepped on, but they're not allowed to tell their story. But since I'm not, you know what I'm saying, constrained by the types of uh, legal bounds that they were because of their, uh, their, 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 their means of employment with the, the U.S. government or um, requiring, you know what I'm saying, um, shutting their fucking mouth. Uh, you're really trying to rob some fucking people that went through some horrible shit with their stunt. You are a piece of shit. But regardless, now I'm understanding somebody's already letting me know, like, he's shopping this around to other people trying to, uh, disenfranchise these motherfuckers. Like, well, first and foremost, he doesn't even know what the fuck happened down here. He doesn't know. He has no fucking clue. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I personally was, you know what I'm saying, had some quite a few people from the intelligence community essentially show me around to a countywide crime scene. So this motherfucker is trash. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's trying to disenfranchise some really brave American uh, American patriots who went out of their way to try to inform me about shit. And even though I literally risked my life multiple times, multiple times risking fucking my life, and that is not an exaggeration. Um, this, that dude, what a fucking pile of garbage. That's what I think I'm, I'm the most pissed off about is like understanding like what he's trying to take from people who went through some, went through horrible shit. Granted, yes, I also went through bad shit, but these people had to do it in silence. What a pile of shit. If you work with that dude or consider anything that fucking dude has to say, like that's on you. But I did uh, make some recordings, some of his voicemails, etc. Because they stripped his, they literally, bro, my phone automatically records conversations anyway. Somebody went onto my cloud account and fucking stripped his voice out of the fucking conversation. And so it's just my voice. So I had to then make recordings of some of the other voicemails and shit that he left me. Uh, just so you understand, like, who the fuck this dude is. I, he might be working with a partner, so it might not be him directly, but just to understand who this dude is. But I think it's kind of crazy um, how this is all kind of going down. What a motherfucker. Try to disenfranchise people of fucking justice. So, I mean, from now on, when people call, you know, like I said, I try to... I will tell you, I will, first and foremost, I'm not going to trust you because, and I, I I know I didn't put parameters on this. I just kind of threw a phone number up, but you have to th- take all things in consideration. What the fuck I've been through, man. I don't trust a lot of people. I have, um, I have lots of means of survival. One of that is through conversation. When you're definitely dealing with a bunch of narcissists who've been told it's open season on you, um, you learn quite, and, and when you try to get help from law enforcement, they're actually trying to put you in jail instead of trying to help you or trying to get you thrown in a nut house because they don't want you talking about this crazy shit going on down here. Like, it's a weird set of fucking survival skills, man. And uh, one of that is being able to converse with a narcissist. And one of that, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, 
and that's just something I had to employ, implore, and, uh, you know, granted, I didn't really think much of it, I was like, oh, he's being a fucking dick, he was, you know, he was just playing with me, because towards the end, he started hurling insults and that whole little uh, plausible deniability lawyer speak crypto shit, God, I wish I could turn that fucking shit off, being able to understand that, it's, it's like, you know what I'm saying, imagine, imagine you're in line, but you, you're bilingual, and you're in line, and you're with your friend who's not bilingual, but then you hear someone of the other language you understand talking a bunch of shit about your friend, and it upsets you, do you know what I'm saying, that they're saying that, but they're speaking that way because they think that you don't understand, but like, you can never unknow a language, right, you can never unlearn a language that you learn, so towards the end of our conversation, we started swapping insults via that shit, but regardless, that dude's a piece of shit, um, he was using information about things to lie about a much bigger things, because there are, you know what I'm saying, any person who understands, you know, basic, um, uh, sharky lawyer type speak shit, just understands that there's a lot of ways you can fucking lie using the truth, that's all he was trying to do, trying to, trying to take some wind out of my sails, but at the same time, I was, I was, I was thinking, and I was like, man, you know what was really horrible about that, especially after I got a couple of buddies of mine who were like, hey, this motherfucker, not, you know, he was, had a bunch of other people on the line, he was, I guess, and trying to make a fool of you, you know, fool of you, and I was like, oh, I don't care about that, and then, and then the other, and then, you know, get a follow-up, and he's like, yeah, I guess he's also trying to shop this around to journalists to t- have them not talk to you, and I don't care about that either, because, like I said, all my shit is backed up by facts and sources, um, but what bothers me is I understand, like, the only other thing that you would want to keep on the wraps is this horrendous, draconian shit that was going on down here, bro, so, yeah, that guy is a fucking piece of garbage for doing that shit, and, um, if you are a journalist, and that's getting passed around, like, I don't know, just understand, understand, uh, just understand how I have to approach these calls, I'm, understand my, my unique predicament, um, you know, I don't trust these people off the bat, because of my, but, you know, I had to put that line of communication out there open, so people would, uh, hit me up and say, what's going on, if they need help, because, I just know what it's like to absolutely have no fucking clue what the hell is going on. Just madness is going on around me. And I had nobody to help me except in very short spurts. Like I said, I had some people from the intelligence community here in San Diego um, give me some guidance, which I did not deserve and I could not repay in a million lifetimes. But, you know, so I fill people out. I play them a little bit. Um... But what he was trying to do was something a little different. I mean, it's a different kind of scam, I guess. But I think what is ultimately the worst part of it is to understand that who he's disenfranchising because of the absolute atrocious shit that happened here. And if you are to talk about him or talk to one of his associates, etc., I mean, I've only talked, I've already talked to him about stuff I've already talked to you guys in detail about in this podcast. But from what I'm understanding, he's trying to shop something around about our conversation or whatever, like, him, his people, whatever, have no clue about what's going on, I literally am the fucking, I literally am the, uh, 
on the unfortunate, you know, decoder ring on this shit. Be, and how, how would I, how could I make those claims? Okay. Well, there's this thing that happens to the body after prolonged radiation exposure, something you don't, you don't get from an x-ray, something you don't get from, you know, six months of chemo. It's from prolonged use of it being used as a means of assault. And what happens is it causes something called radiation-induced neuropathy. So when the radiation hits you, you can actually feel it. But you can't feel it, feel it. What you feel is your nerves spazzing out. And you get a burning sensation, you feel pain, and you feel cold all at the same time. It's a very weird thing. It's a very weird thing. And so you would only know... Do you know what I'm saying? Or have a heightened awareness to where these things are, etc. Because essentially your body is turned into a fucking sensor for this shit. And that's how I understand. And, you know, when I was uh, like, holy shit, do these motherfuckers really have this shit installed in the trains? Is it automated? Does it track you? Because you got to understand, there's consumer goods like consumer cameras and shit that'll track your position in your room while you're talking. I mean, fucking Facebook makes some out-of-the-box shit. So you have to understand this technology is cheap as fuck. Do you understand? Like, and I was sitting there thinking like, man, do they have an automated fucking version of this radiation shit? Because I was taking the train to work down at the business park down by the military base. And sure enough, not only would I be scooting away, but there'd be other people scooting away. Like, when we'd feel the shit, you'd feel it kind of like, brazen over you like if you have your lights closed if you have your eyes closed and let's say someone shines like a black uh, a, a really bright um what do you know like a police flashlight so the the light source is almost kind of warm if it goes over your skin or what have you you know what i'm saying you kind of almost feel like a beam wash over you and shit sometimes i would see other people get up and leave and then i would all of a sudden see them stop taking the train after that uh because you start to have you know get to recognize like the regulars who do the commute um crazy so i remember our train leaves late here and um i think the last one was like at 11 something or whatever coming from downtown san diego and um i remember getting off work and just waiting at the train station for hours because i wanted to make sure i wasn't being shot at shot by this shit by something a guy had in his luggage because they love to put this stuff in some sort of luggage or case or whatever. (coughs) (coughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm still getting over the uh, cool ranch COVID variant. Uh, So I purposely waited to the very last train where there would be nobody on the fucking train because San Diego, mainly it's just commuters that take the train. It, there's no late night train rails. I don't know why they're running it, whatever. So I waited to the very, very, very late last train of the night and got on there. There was nobody in the cars. I can walk all the way from the front to the back. I was just the only one on the fucking train. And these, I was still getting shot by these things. And I remember going from car to car to car and I would sit there and I'd wait a little bit. And all of a sudden, I, sure enough, I fucking feel that shit. And you, you, and you know what I'm saying? your body becomes sensitive in the, in the, in, in certain areas. Um, one of them is like your gut. Um, 
Uh, another one is like your pelvis because it holds a lot of your white blood cells and your bone marrow and stuff like that, which is your immune system or whatever. So like there's certain parts of your area of your body that become sensitive. Another one is your skull. Um, and then some of the, the side symptoms is like nausea, uh, being shot by this stuff, if, especially if they, if you've been shot like a lot. And, um, I remember being on this train late and I'm just under, and it blew my mind that I understood I'm the only one on the fucking train and every, almost, yeah, every cart. Remember I ran up, it was me, the conductor's assistant who usually is all the way in the back. And then the dude driving the fucking train, but I was the only one on the fucking train. And I remember just walking through all the cars and waiting a minute and getting shot by this shit. And just under, and, and, to, and to know and to be consciously aware that there is nobody else on that train car, etc. It was fucking bananas that they had this shit installed on the fucking trains. Um, but... They also have it installed in shit downtown San Diego as well. Regardless. If someone does come to you with this or whatever, or even this dude trying to smear me with that fucking like just understand like what a kind of what kind of piece of shit he is, and also how that motherfucker just can't prove his situation because of the very unique changes my body has gone through by being constantly assaulted by this um radiation devices and people using um weakened radiation sources from basically um from what i'm understanding being sourced from oncology clinics in um mexico some of these contractors get a hold of that shit or these thugs look just local thugs have these things now too like, they're just fucking, oh, what a mess down here. But, um, yeah, my body's gone through very unique changes, which is what made me aware of these things. I mean, the best way I can kind of describe it in a pseudoscientific way of understanding is if you, um, get like an aluminum can, right? And there's a layer of oxidation on, on aluminum cans, especially if they come from like the manufacturer or whatever. And if you scratch off all the oxidation off the aluminum can, and there might even be like maybe a, a sprayed on seal or you get it down to the metal and you put liquid mercury in the, in the scratch that you put on a piece of aluminum within a few minutes, that aluminum can will become brittle because it is forever changed. And it's now starts to become like, it, it changes, it changes it forever, essentially. And that's, you know, that's one thing about nerve damage is you can't, I don't, you don't, you can't reverse nerve damage. You just have to treat it. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate that I had to use my body as like some sort of experiment to see if this shit was actually being pointed at me by dickheads on the train or it was on the train. Like it's, you have to really understand how fucking like, it's not, I can't even use the word like draconian or, 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 you know, dictator or like to install radiation devices on a fucking, on fucking public transportation because you know, it trucks a bunch of people with security clearance 
but you can't exactly push them out of the fucking city legally. So instead you do this and then you just instruct law enforcement to stonewall people when they report this shit. And so their eventual understanding is, is, well, I guess I just need to leave. I don't want to die here. And I'm not like, you have to really understand what happens when uh, law enforcement is told fucking stand down. It's crazy. Um, but to understand that's what that motherfucker was robbing people of and me having to, you know, yeah, it's just, it's so bananas, man. So yeah, I just wanted to tack this on there and I added some things up on that, on that folder of that because literally I upload those clips. I had both of our voices on it. Now I go back to those clips and his voice has been stripped from it. So then I just, luckily for me, he made, you know, he left me some, quite a few voicemails that have also been text translated, etc. I have those video recorded, etc. Those are up there. So, you know what I'm saying? You're not robbed of his beautiful singing voice, but, um, yeah, what a pile of shit. What a fucking pile of shit. Like, to know what the fuck people went through, and granted, they trusted me to be like, yo, you don't understand what's act, what's going on. Like, yeah, you're dealing with some shit, but we're dealing with some shit, too. And, in fact, everyone is. And it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. But what a pile of shit to try to, to try to scramble that to protect a bunch of people who should be put to death, essentially, for how fucking bananas this shit got down here. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, fuck that dude. Anyways, you can go up there and check it out. I might put up some more stuff, but I mean, he. I, I don't think about this dude at, at the end of the day, but I was thinking like, oh, fuck, you know what's really fucked up about this? I mean, fuck me, by the way. I don't. I don't care. I, I'll sacrifice looking silly for days so I can get the data or the information or what have you. You know. So I, I don't give a fuck about me. But like, I started thinking about like, man, you know what he's really fucking up though is any chance of people at least hearing and understanding what actually went down here on a very scaled up, very automated and bananas way. How do you, what even, what even meeting, what kind of meeting gets held where you can even justify them putting this shit every, like what kind of meetings are held where just like, I guess, you know, we think there's a bunch of rats down there. So I guess we're just going to arm a bunch of fucking criminals, third party, and we'll just put this other shit other places. And then like the people, they'll just leave eventually. Well, eventually they'll just fucking leave. We just stonewall them. Like, that is just beyond, like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't even wrap my head around that shit. People, people sit there and make a big deal about, like, could you believe they made us wear the masks and we didn't have to? And then they made us stay home and we didn't have to, you know, you know, that we're hearing from the great Barrington Levy and like, and that's this great dissatisfaction people have with the government, um, essentially making plans for their life and telling them how they should live it. And then to understand like, Oh dude, you don't, you don't know. You don't get it. These motherfuckers straight up were in a room and said, I guess we have to install a bunch of these radiation devices. Um, they're basically hot rotted medical imaging devices. 
uh, turn into some sort of scaled up commercialized weaponization system and put them into all sorts of things and we can hide them in things and essentially we can push people the fuck out like bro masks and staying home is not like the nothing compared to what the government's actually fucking capable of the shit that they're capable of fucking planning it's bananas but yeah anyways fuck that dude fuck that conversation whatever he's trying to shop around or if that like there's just an extra special way and reasons, etc. that, you know, tell that dude to go fuck himself. There's many reasons why he should go fuck himself. But, uh, especially what's heinous is what he's trying to rob from people. He seems like quite the fucking bootlicker. Anyways, I just want to give an update on this, uh, cause I mentioned that dude who called and now that, oh, also dude, mad respect. For the people who called it out and said, hey, this dude is actually putting you out on a platform and he's having all these other people listen. He's trying to like, he's trying to make people, um, he's trying to discredit you, etc. And big ups to those people. I'm not even going to say who that was because, you know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah, I understand, you know, your position. But mad respect. I appreciate that shit, dude. Cool. Anyways. Before we start this podcast, I want to recommend that you watch the latest documentary in the in the 2030 Vision documentary series that I have put together. Um, me, Stephen Beckman, the chief executive nobody of Mesh News. Basically, I look at the entire year's news cycle. And a lot of people know that, well, these people that follow me on my other socials know that on on our Mesh News socials, at least. Every day, I scour the headlines, and I only find the news that is important to know. Not bullshit, not gossip, not things about celebrities or a politician's court case or, you know, dumb dumb shit. I don't... Nothing, none of that. And I put it in a nice package for you, and in literally in 60 seconds... You can have every piece of important news that actually hit news desks that day. And in 60 seconds, I can update you on everything that's actually important. But I do that every morning and it takes me about three hours because I got to aggregate everything. I got to sift things out. I got to figure out what is and what isn't important to happen in the news cycle. Things that actually will change your life. The person listening right now, change your life. News that somehow will affect something else in your life or what have you, but nothing else other than everything that you need to know. And since I absolutely nerd out on the news cycle every day, and I just, I don't do this for money or anything. It's just because I enjoy informing people, keeping people awake. Um, what I do at the end of the year is I make a, um, a summary about things because the news cycle is sporadic. The news cycle is like a Tarantino movie. It's a story over here, a story over there. It's not in order. And since we have news coming out of our asses on every news cycle, on every, uh, what's it called? Every news feed, every app, every social platform, TVs and podcasts, there's just so much information now. It's impossible to pay attention to things that actually matter to you and things you should keep on the up and up. And then I also do some investigations deeper into things that people aren't paying attention to. And there's some golden nuggets 
in these documentaries every year. And I just put it out. It's 20, it's 2030 vision corporate coup. That's this year's movie. Um, I'm going to put it, the link in the description. And when you're done listening to this podcast, I'd love for you to watch it and open your eyes to the things that you weren't paying attention to because the news cycle is only made to distract you, not inform you. And so that's what the mesh news project is all about. It's about waking people up. It's about informing people properly. It's about news, not narrative. I'd appreciate you to check out my, my documentary, 2030 vision corporate coup. I'm going to put the link in the description of this podcast. Thank you for listening.